Here's a podcast per pum pum. Christmas music per pum pum pum. Conflicting lyrics sung over each other. Piers, it doesn't matter because I'll just edit out your audio from when you sang that part. <laughs> Hello and welcome. This is Podvent Calendar, a very, very special Christmas edition of Podcast versus Podcast. We're counting down to the Christmas holiday with myself, Piers Ray, and my wonderful co-host, Eric Ivanovich. And that's me, Eric Ivanovich. Hello. Hello. And we're we're just I mean you get the idea you've you've had an advent calendar before but have you ever had a podvent calendar no you haven't no <laughs> I've never had one neither have I and until now just chocolate ones oh ooh 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 before we get into my pitch we should talk about our favorite advent calendars Eric what's your favorite type of advent calendar the podvent calendar is my favorite one are you sure yeah you don't like the ones with chocolate better mm, no. Because I prefer fun podcasts. Okay. Are you going to ask me about what my, my favorite advent calendar is? Nah, I'm not very interested in it. I have a feeling that if I were to ask you, you'd tell me you'd tell me it was uh, an advent calendar that had little wooden figurines in it. And I'm really not interested in that. I brought this up to you before, haven't I? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I'd just like to reiterate that my favorite advent calendar of all time was one that had these little <sighs> wooden figures in it that you would build like a little scene out of. And they were like little foxes oh and boars and, oh my uh, God. and trees and swans. Oh, my God. But like a little scene. It was, there's really nothing Christmassy about it, but I still have them. They're very nice. Um, I also I saw a Lego. A I saw a Lego advent calendar when I was walking by a toy store the other day. I almost bought it for myself to have it in my hotel room here in the spirit realm as something to do. Well, that's uh, what? What? It's what? boring. It's not boring. You like Lego. you like Lego, don't you? Something about the way that you talk about Lego makes it sound really boring. Boy, you should hear <sighs> me talk about. It. Let me tell you, my favorite thing with Lego is I like to build towns. I like to build little towns and map them out, and then you put people in each of their houses, and each of them has like a little backstory in ways like they live over here, but they don't like to go to that store. They go to this store. Um, and I, uh, I don't know, then I would take photos of those towns because I knew eventually I'd have to take them down, but I didn't want to forget those characters. Do you have a Christmas episode <laughs> to talk about? I do indeed. It's called Christmas from Memories. And uh, it's not us remembering our own personal Christmases, although it could be. Okay. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> but it could be. It's us remembering our favorite Christmas stories from memory and reciting them on air. Okay. For example, for you, I'm sure your favorite Christmas story would be uh, the story of the Three Kings. No, it wouldn't. But you love it. You love it. Your family would always celebrate Christmas on Three Kings Day. I have a favorite Christmas story that I could tell you. Oh, please, please. Uh, so this is a story. This is a Christmas from my memory that I remember as a child. Uh, unconventional, but I'm willing to accept. No, 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 no. I like, I like it. I'm going to say that that although you are not adhering to the spirit of the show, it's still great entertainment. So I will take personal stories and anecdotes. And we can take them from callers if anyone wants to call in next year. <laughs> call in now. 1-800-PVP-PVPB. What's the B stand for? Uh, that Well, it doesn't stand for... It was supposed to stand for verses, but I misspoke instead of B instead of a V. Oh, so and now we're stuck with it. It stands for bursary. 
Sure. Okay. When I was in grade two, I think, yep. uh, I made a Yule log, um, which is just like a piece of, it's just kind of like a stick with some Christmassy decorations on it. And uh, what you're supposed to do is pass around the Yule log on Christmas and everyone has a wish that they wish upon the Yule log. My youngest brother was too young to participate. I think he was like two or three at the time. Um, but both my mom and dad had wishes and I wished for peace and love over the entire earth, which is really stupid, but that's what I wished for. And my other little brother wished for Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time for the Nintendo 64. <laughs> so you tried to show off. Yeah. Were you, okay, were you, did you make that wish sincerely? Yeah, I sincerely was like, you know what? I want peace for the whole world. If I'm going to wish for something, might as well wish for that. Yeah, but you meant it. You were like, "This is a this is a good thing to wish for." I hope it comes true. You weren't just being like, "Man, people are gonna think I'm I'm pretty cool because I wished for this nice thing." I totally meant it. That's really really nice. Did you get it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did your brother get Ocarina of Time? No. Oh what? And I oh no! I was expecting this story to be like he wished for something real and got it. And that was your parents teaching you a lot. I think the power of the Yule Log was, it was like, okay, I'm either going to grant all these wishes or none of them. And then when I wished for something impossible, it was like, all right, well, I'm not granting any of them. Wow. Did any wishes ever come true for you from wishing on a Yule Log throughout the years? I mean, that's the only time I've ever done it because they made us make one in school and then I took it home. <laughs> <laughs> uh what kind of tradition is that that must be like nordic who else worships logs but germanic tribes and the nords um i think they do it in canada yeah you know what it must be a canadian tradition because i was in canada actually when i was in grade two there is no way that the yule log is a canadian tradition Obviously it is. What Do you have a, a Christmas story that you would like to recite from memory? First of all, I'm looking it up. It's a number of countries of Europe, but the origin of the folk custom is unclear. Okay. It's weird that all it is is you're selecting a special log to burn. You're like, this log, this is the Christmas log. Well, we didn't burn it. We just put our hands on it and wished. Well, usually you're supposed to burn it. Oh, that's why it didn't come true. <laughs> you're supposed to burn it after you make your wish, you big dummies. Ugh, well... Maybe this year you can make a wish. If you uh, go back to that second grade, was it? Yeah. Track down your second grade teacher. Ask her for the recipe, the magic wish spell for that Yule log. Because that sure ain't blood magic and it ain't crystal gem magic. I don't know what kind of magic that is. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Christmas magic. Oh, you want some uh, a fond Christmas memory from me? Yes. Or maybe I should say a Christmas from memory. Eric, I'd like to tell you a story about a man named Clark Griswold. And all Clark wanted for Christmas was a bonus from his work so he could buy an outdoor swimming pool for his family. Probably wouldn't have been installed until the summer, and I'm not really sure where he lived, actually. It's kind of hard to remember. Somewhere in America. He lived in America, and he made preserved foods. Like he would put milk into little plastic bags or a cookie in a bag that could survive for five years. Things like that. He thought he was going to get a bonus, and... Uh, he was having the worst Christmas he's ever had, you know, couldn't get the lights to work, uh, brought a tree in that was too big and broke a window, let some vermin loose in the house. His crazy family, of course, his crazy family is there just giving him the business. 
<laughs> of course. His uncle, or not his uncle, his brother, his uh, delinquent brother shows up with his RV, pouring sewage into their into their streets. Just not not great because he's a he's a down home family man, and he finds out that he's not going to get this bonus, and that his boss instead has given him a. A Jam of the Month Club membership, which if you ask me, that's not much of a bonus. Especially if you're already someone who, like, makes preserved foods for a living. Yeah, what do you need with more jam? You don't. It's like if you, it's like if you worked at a gym and they're like, and you know what, for your Christmas bonus, how about two weeks of uh, free membership? Exactly, exactly. I already have a free membership, man. I take it out of the break room. Anyway, <laughs> while Clark is going through all of this, he can't get the lights to work on the house. He blows the breakers for the entire neighborhood, he tries to take them out sledding, but he treats his sled with some kind of Teflon finish and goes into traffic, which was terrible, though incredibly well filmed. And all the time, of course, his neighbor, Julia Louise Dreyfus, is a yuppie who's just getting really, really, really bothered by him and his antics. But that's kind of a D-plot, C-plot at best. Really more of just a more comic relief beats. Anyways, when he finds out that he's not getting that bonus, he gets drunk on eggnog and wishes that he was, his boss was there so he could tell him off. And his idiot brother goes off and gets him, brings him to the house. And I forget how it ends from there. I think they get the money. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I told you it was from memory. Do you remember how Christmas Vacation ends? Oh, is that what you were saying? Yeah, I said the guy's name. I said Clark Griswold off the top of the list. Off the top of the list. I've never seen that movie. Have you? Have you never seen Christmas Vacation? I mean, I just said that I never saw it. So, <sighs> well, you should definitely see it. It's a great movie. I mean, except for the ending, which I can't really remember. I know they all had a very nice Christmas. Like it's a great, heartwarming family Christmas movie. I think. I think his brother Eddie brings his boss to Clark's house and Clark kind of apologizes for the kidnapping. I think the boss apologizes for, you know, he realizes that he's in the wrong and um, he makes they make amends and everyone's everyone's OK. You know, like it's just a nice family story. Uh, but that's um that's a Christmas from memory. That is a Christmas told from memory. I hope you enjoyed it, Eric. Uh, yeah, I love that. That was super interesting. <laughs> sure it was. <laughs> I'm, that was definitely content that I couldn't get from just, I don't know, reading the Wikipedia article on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, well, you didn't even know it was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation until I got to the very end. So that's information you would never have found of your own volition. I, okay, okay, you're right. You're definitely right. That was a great episode of the Podvent Calendar. Thanks a lot for bringing that in, Piers. <laughs> Hey, at least we got that amazing story about your Yule log that you guys did not know how to use. Hey, dog, that story was amazing. Listeners, email us at podcastvspodcast at gmail.com and tell us who had the better Christmas story, please. I would love that. Hold on, hold on. I've just gone to the Wikipedia page for National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Basically, uh, his boss decides not to, not to, uh, not to press charges. And his wife shows up, and uh, the boss's wife, and he's like, you, you got rid of bonuses? Are you insane? And makes him put them back on, and then gives Clark a, uh, a bigger bonus than ever, which is great. And then they go outside, and um, they see Santa. Oh, thank goodness. I, I'm glad that you came in with that extra, extra little bit of info. Thanks a lot, Piers. 
And then the entire Griswold family, the Shirley's, that's his boss, and the SWAT team members then celebrate inside the house. Aww, that's that's heartwarming. Well, it is. Clark's trying to... Clark, you know why I chose this one? Because Clark, the whole movie is about Clark trying to recapture the Christmases of his youth. And he pulls it off. Uh, he pulls off a perfect... Way to go, Christmas. Clark. Listen, I'm going to fucking stop the recording now because I'm bored out of my goddamn mind. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Goodbye.